problem is this. And that we need background and the back cool. studio background. Oh, I'm, clean, I'm cleaning out the garage. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, is that a euphemism? <laughs> to another episode of the movie chef podcast where we make a meal out of movies not just any other episode this is our second birthday and if i had music stuff i'd play happy birthday at that point Can, do you have effects you must have effects not yet i'm getting it set up we're gonna have canned laughter and everything would have been good to have that now though wouldn't it yeah not episode 98 so two more until our 100th episode let's get Se- let's get the audience let's get the audience to imagine people are clapping and balloons are popping and let's party like poppers are going off steve right on radio too happy birthday Carl. Hey. like the welcoming steve martin to the studio and there's like literally four people clapping and one of them's the intern you know yeah. but uh no happy birthday it's just two years we've been doing this and such meager beginnings getting drunk in a garage <laughs> to getting drunk in a bedroom. Now I'm getting <laughs> drunk in a bedroom. Very soon we're going to be getting drunk on the roof mm-hmm. and then drunk on an airplane. Yeah, but everything good happens on airplanes. Um, okay, let's not go there. So what are, what, um, what have you been up to? How's your week been? <sighs> Realised, Paul, I'm a fat mess. Mm, me too. So uh, I'm going on a health kick. Oh, for fuck's sake. Calm. Yeah, I'm going on a health kick. Oh yeah, it's May. Sorry, I forgot. It's around May. Calm starts drinking all of his food as long as it's green, pulverizing it all in a blender, telling me how many calories are in a yeah. pack of McVitie's yeah. Jaffa cakes or something. Yeah. And then then round about June, you come onto camera absolutely steaming on Forex yeah. or something, and yeah. you're the size of a house and you're just yeah. giving it up in a day. Yeah. So why don't we just cut out all the fucking health kick shit? And just forget do it about doing it because it's not going to happen, is it? It is going to. Don't, oh, you, you, oh, oh, your, your motivation. Thank you, Paul. You've just motivated me. It's That's not going to happen. You know is what? It? I was at a six. I was at a six, a motivational six. Now I'm at a seven. You now know I'm what? At a seven. You've, you've, you've just, you've called me a fat bastard to my face. That's what you've done right there. You've went corn, you fat bastard. Get okay. your arson gear. That's what you've done. All right. I'll tell you what. How about a bet? Okay. All right. I'm not going to tell you how much I weigh, but let's put it this way, listener. I go in the 3XL range. <laughs> That's the sort of t-shirt I'm going for. He's a whole lot of love, ladies. There's a whole lot of me to love. But there's usually about three X's there, so I'm, I'm a chunky lover. You, you, you're quite taller than me, but you're still, yeah. you're still built. You know, So we will tell each other how much we weigh off recording. And what, what we're going for then, most weight lost, percentage of... Mass. See, this this goes against my weight loss philosophy, but I'll uh, I'll entertain it. Well, it obviously don't work on the <clears> other <throat> time you do it, so maybe change your philosophy. Excuse me, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Right, so we'll we'll have each other a bet, and whoever loses most weight by what September first? I think that's a bit long. <laughs> June first. <1st. laughs> <laughs> 
I'd say first of July. That's a month and a half. That gives us a month, and you could you could do some damage in a month and a half. All right, first of July. So we'll we need to wait ourselves tomorrow. Yeah, and we'll tell each other how much. Hundred percent. Have you got a turbo trainer, Paul? Have you got a turbo trainer? No. Have you got Have you got a membership to the Vitality Gym in Lisbon? I've got the outside world, and I've got my own sheer will. I'm gonna do. I don't need Vitality just outside of Lisbon. You're gonna crumble within three days. Oh fuck! You're gonna crumble. I've, I've, I have got a trifle in the fridge, actually, that needs eating, so I might start tomorrow. It's a really nice one from Morrison's. It's got like the bits of fruit in it and the custard and the cream. That's fruit. Like that, 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 counts, that counts as a healthy dessert. Well, I have a problem with fruit in that I don't like the texture. There was, a, there was a time when my dad, when I was a kid, five, six, maybe 15, I can't remember, he basically couldn't understand why I didn't like grapes. So he started forcing them into my mouth, forcing me to eat the grapes. Are we reliving some childhood no, no, I'm just abuse I'm just trauma here? Now. It comes, you know, everyone, nobody knows where their phobia or... Or did he just tell you he's putting grapes in your mouth? <laughs> no, no, it was grapes. It was grapes. And... Hairy grapes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. What? But I'd, and then I would chew them. I just didn't like the texture of it. So, But recently, I tried strawberries with ice cream. And I could eat the raw, the fresh raw strawberry with. Now, yeah. I'll be honest, I am having to put an awful lot of high sugar content stuff with me through to force it down. Why don't you use Greek yogurt? Because I don't like yogurt. Jesus Christ, what age are you? <laughs> You're the kind of cunt that would go to a restaurant and ask for fucking chicken dippers. <laughs> uh, excuse me, the the Fishosaurus Rex on the kids menu. I want five sugars with my tea. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Paul. No, <laughs> it's Napoleon fucking ice cream or nothing. <laughs> Napoleon ice cream. <laughs> Do you mean Neapolitan ice cream? <laughs> yeah, it's Napoleon. It's Napoleon. Is it right? I couldn't say Neapolitan when I was younger, so I said Napoleon. So it's been Napoleon ice cream since I was a kid. All right, leave me alone. Apparently, I used to call pork pies Popeyes. I still call it the graveyard. The graveyard. <laughs> the grave guard. Grave guard. What for a pot pie? <laughs> well, are we still, what, what's this yogurt? What are you still going on about? Graveyards. Graveyards. I would, I, if I'm talking in my usual parla- parlance and, so, and, and the conversation turns to grave, grave <laughs> I'm going to try and say it, not say it. Graveyards. I will generally just say graveyard. 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 Right, are, you okay. the, are you going to the graveyard? <laughs> and then 20 minutes later when you explain yeah. what you... I, I I work with someone who can't say sandwich. They say sandwich. <laughs> somebody somebody I used to work with and it irritated the fuck out of me. They always said when they were trying to be very accurate about something, um, instead of saying specifically, uh, yeah. she was being very specific. Specifically. Yeah. And I'm like, she says, I need to be very specific with you. And I'm like, you don't need to be the last distortion in the fucking world. Do you know what another gets me? Irregardless. Oh. <laughs> Someone irregardless. <clears throat> so that's why we're better than you all. Yeah, um, God. Um, what did I do this week? I went to pictures. I went to the pictures. We're going to talk about that. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, oh, I better say it right now. There are spoilers coming awesome up. Awesome spoilers. Film. Lots of spoilers. Lots of spoilers. If you think of everything you've been looking forward to over the next, uh, uh, over the last six months about this film, all the extra reshoots, oh, all yeah. the cameos. Everything, everything. It's full. 
we're going to spoil the shit out of anything that Marvel haven't already spoiled. But um, first, trailers. Uh, mm-hmm. What's come out this week? Obi-Wan Kenobi had yep. its next trailer. Yeah. Uh, a six-part event. Yeah, don't get this shit. Why, uh, you know, why are they making it out that it isn't a TV show? Well, it's an event. Isn't it? It's now an event cinema, event TV. You've got to tune in on that day. It's it's like somebody figured out that sent putting one episode out a week actually generates buzz and interest for the next episode rather than just binging them all in one day. And imagine imagine that as a concept. I know, like weekly we're back. Television, <laughs> weekly I know. television. We're back, folks. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> it, weekly television at a specific time every Wednesday night so you can talk about it the next day. Do you remember what made Lost amazing or 24 or The West Wing and shows like that that came out and people wanted to discuss it at work and, and now they're figuring it out. It's a thing. Um, well, or just any, any TV show before 2014. Do you reckon we're going to get like five episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi and another episode of Mandalorian thrown in? Um, no, early, I don't think it? so. No, I don't think so. I think I, I think cross them. Kenobi is Kenobi is his own entity. Kenobi Kenobi so. doesn't need doesn't need to have the Mandalorian there. Like you know, well, this it, is pre Battle of Yavin, isn't it? So this yeah. is like yeah, okay. Um, but I'm there for it. I'm there for it. Listen, I've seen the first trailer. I'm in. I've seen the second trailer. I'm more in. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm there. I, I get. I. I like that kind of concept of he's protecting Luke from afar. You know, that whole kind of thing of, um, you know, uh, like Calvin and Hobbes kind of thing that, yeah. you know, Hobbes is, is saving Calvin, even though he's not there kind of thing. I like that. Real, yeah. yeah. I, li- I like that concept of he's watching from afar. And uh, I-, I love that sort of bit of conflict there between um, Uncle Owen and yeah. Obi-Wan. Um, uh, that kind of, you know, way they say, oh, well, the way you didn't protect his father, your father yeah, you didn't train. Yeah. You trained his father, right? Didn't you? And I'm, I'm in. I am in for it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, do we? Did we need them to spoil the Darth Vader appearance? Um, well, it's obviously going to be no, a recurring character. Yeah, but they need it. It's like it's like the Joker and Batman. You need to have the Joker there somewhere for people to yeah, but, get their fix. But do, do you need to tell them beforehand? Oh yeah. Imagine the internet exploding if, like, at the end of episode four of Kenobi. Vader walks out of the smoke of a of a ship and comes face to face with him, and That's then the it's thing. like they can't they can't hold their water anymore in anything. No, they, Marvel, Disney, wherever they cannot Marvel, hold their water in anything. Marvel managed to do it. They managed to keep all the cameos in this under wraps under in Doctor Strange too. They managed to they keep they kept all those cameos. Yeah, all of them. It was yeah. a it was a surprise they managed to keep so much information. Anyway, anyway, so Kenobi, we're all in for that. Looking forward to that. Uh, Disney Plus can stay again for another month. Um, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones. This is your stuff. This. Well, to be fair, I I wasn't particularly that interested in the the first kind of teaser trailer that came out, or even the second teaser trailer. But this one kind of. Um, I think it gives a wee bit more scope as to, you know, the rest of the characters that they're going to be focusing on. And let's just be honest, it, it, it's just going to be another Game of Thrones. You know, that's, that, that is it. Now, there's a lot of mythology, obviously, about the House Targaryen and stuff that's in the Song for Ice and Fire. And they've created, you know, a lot of mythos around it. Um, with a wiki of Ice and Fire, uh, George R. R. Martin has created, you know, the... Um, the the Westeros anthology, you know, talking about mm-hmm. them coming, you know, over to Westeros, you know. So uh, listen, I'm 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 interested in it. 
I'm interested in the kind of world that he's built outside the world of uh, Game of Thrones. Um, I think there is a lot of great historical stuff with it. You know, the Dance of Dragons, uh, you know, is a very interesting time period. And I think this is going to focus on that time. Um, but uh, I just I just hope that it that it lands. And I'll be honest with you, I'm just waiting for a fucking Winds of Winter and A Dream for Spring to come out. And I, I'm genuinely worried now that they'll never come out. I, by the type of stuff I see on YouTube and other other YouTubers and podcasters, it doesn't sound like it's ever going to come out. Um, well, he's, he's, he, he does update. He does an update every once in a while, and I don't think he's had an update since 2017. But he gave an update on Winds of Winter there about three weeks ago on his not a blog, um, and he basically said that it's going to be the longest book, so it's going to be longer than Storm of Swords, which was two books. Um, so it's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, good luck with that. If, I, if it ever comes out, <laughs> I don't think I don't. I don't know if I'll be watching this or not. Is it the same people who did the last couple of series of Game of Thrones? I don't believe so. Should didn't they move on? They moved on to Star Wars, didn't they? Yeah, then they got sacked from that. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as Game of Thrones came out. Um, so Matt Smith is playing. Educate me. Talk to me as if I'm a child. Prince Prince Damon. Damon, Damon yeah. Targaryen. Mm-hmm. Um, played by Matt Smith. So who is he to people he, in the one we've seen? Well, he's going to be... Um, a, do you know the Lord Commander? you know the guy? Oh. Oh. Do you know the guy, the blind guy that was at the wall? Old blind guy? Yeah. Yeah. Damon is his grandfather or great-grandfather, I believe. This is like 300 years before... Um, the the you know Westeros the Westeros that we know like so John this Snow. is this is a long time after this is a long time after they came to Westeros but this is the the beginning of the end for the dragons so they're doing with this exactly what Amazon are doing with Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings the yeah. they're doing exactly, yeah, exactly the same thing but this this is an interesting time period in you know Song for Ice and Fire you know there sure are. There is um, Damon and his two sisters <clears throat> were basically, um, you know, the start of the dread, you know, for, for for of dragons. But this is the downfall. This is the, this is where it all started to go downhill for Targaryens and why the Targaryens died off. So the Targaryen was <laughs> Amelia Clark. Yeah. Right. So she and Jon Snow were whose parents were there? Rhaegar who was her brother. The guy who uh, got the, 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 the steel pulled on his head, or the gold or whatever. No, that was another brother. Oh, God. Right. And, who and... in this program is going to be banging to make Amelia? Oh, they're, they're, like they're, they're all banging brothers and sisters. Oh, they're just all... Oh, yeah. That's the right. whole point. That's the whole just... point about Targaryens. Targaryens didn't go outside the bloodline. Oh, like our royal family. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, what else have we got? Right, Fast and Furious 10 is in the works. No interest. And I am happy to say I have also no interest in seeing this piece <laughs> of shit at the cinema. Um, but it's reported that uh, production costs have ballooned to $300 million. But who cares? This fucking movie will still make like $1.5 it it You know, I, I, can't, I can't tell you anybody that I know that's ever seen a Fast and Furious movie. And yet they still make billions. Because it's, it's, 
I think these now are like 15-year-old boys that are going to the cinema to see and them. They go multiple times, multiple, and they go like, multiple times. Yeah, it's like when the 16-year-old girls went to see Titanic. Yeah, that's what got it to. That's what got it to. Oh, 100%. Titanic got to the biggest film of all time because young girls repeatedly went back to see yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. I knew, a girl, got, I, knew, I knew a girl that went to see, it, see Titanic seven times. Fucking hell. Avatar got to number one because of 3D glasses. Uh-huh. Y- your extra 3D cost and Way of Water, which, in fact, let's quickly talk about that. I, so anyway, know, I was, was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious 10, um, it's gone to. Um, it's gone up to 300 million mainly because of cast salaries. Um, here's looking at you, Therese. Um, but they reckon with Charlie's there on, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Ludacris, Tyrese getting his back for his paycheck. Jason Momoa and Brie Larson also are added to the cast to walk them cheap. Um, I've got no fucking, I hope it bombs her. Just finish it's it. It's not gonna because it's not. It, I don't know where else they can go. And they want to leave you like that, like, oh. They've really taken it. Let's go to space. Underwater. Next underwater. Next underwater. A cow that goes underwater. Yeah. Speaking <clears> of un- <throat> speaking of underwater, <laughs> um, those who were lucky enough to go to Doctor Strange 2 on the opening night in certain cinemas got the trailer for 20th Century Studios' um, new, <laughs> totally unannounced <laughs> Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Um, lots of dramatic-looking shots of mm-hmm. Jake Sully uh, swimming around in water and swimming with other navi in the water and 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 there was jungles made of, of beautiful colors and then there was water and there's gonna be five of these comps well let's put it like this did you get a bit of the uh apocalypto vibe from this avatar no what, from the first one no 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 from the way of water trailer so let's put it like this the first avatar <clears throat> the first avatar was fern gully Remember Fern yeah. Gully? It was Fern yeah, Gully. Yeah. That's all it was. It just Fern Gully dances with Fern Gully. Dances yeah, with it, Fern. yeah, it ripped off Fern Gully. I believe that the second one, Apocalypto, because you get that vibe that it's going more towards family. So obviously some new tribe has come in. It's, it's been broken down now into tribes. They'll come in. They'll ruin whatever part of the forest that they're living in. Um, and he'll get broken up by his uh, his family, get broke up. So he'll have to go find them. And I think that's why they're. it's going to, the whole basis of these fucking movies are going to now be based on him going from one place to another to find his family. Well, Cameron's already <laughs> said that these, these four sequels are going to be about family, they're all the, oh, yeah. the main theme throughout. There is going to be one storyline and theme running through all four, but they're going to tell different stories from different perspectives, and then it'll all come together apparently in the end. Um, did you did you get anything from this at all? Because I was very nonplussed by them trailers. My pal that I went to see it loves Avatar and he's very excited about going to see the second one. Um, I'm going to go see it because I host a movie podcast and yeah. it's the sequel to the biggest film of all time, so I'm going yeah. to go see it. I'm second not... second biggest movie of all time. No, no, it's back to first. China re-released it. Avatar to get people back in, and it got went back up to number one again. True story. Um, what other news have we got then? Spider-Man trilogy, um, Spider-Man Home trilogy director uh, John Watts. Um, it was lined up to direct Fantastic Four for Marvel, um, but it now appears that he's taken a step back. Uh, he says after making three Spider-Man films. It was an incredible and life-changing experience for me. I'm eternally grateful to have been a part of the MCU for seven years. I'm hopeful we work together again. I can't wait to see the amazing vision for Fantastic Four brought to life. Basically, he's a bit knackered. Yeah. Or, well, how would you go in a different direction of the guy that brought Spider-Man to a trilogy? 
worth what? What did it make in the end? Three billion yeah. on this I, trilogy. I think as well that he's 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 done the right thing. You know, any anybody that touches fucking Fantastic Four, never really the greatest. You know, end up. I'll. Well, well, we already said there's going to be spoilers for the Doctor Strange. So once we talk about what happened in Doctor Strange, we'll be able to say where we think the Fantastic <laughs> Four are going to be going. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Mission Impossible 7 has been officially titled Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Mm-hmm. Paul, I'm, I'll, I'm going to make a statement now. I'm going to go see these two movies in the cinema. I am as well. Yeah. I fucking love the Mission Impossible I, movies. It was brilliant. They yeah. get better. They get better and better. Every time, every uh, every. Well, it went <clears throat> one, two, one. Three. No, 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 no. One good, two one shit. Good. Two was two a, sh- two no, shit. Three, three was shit. Shit. Yeah. Four ghost protocol. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Getting there. Five. The <clears throat> one hanging out of the plane. Six yeah. was the. <laughs> Anyway, look, they all merge into one, but they're all fucking good. So, yeah, I'm going to watch them, and I'm going to watch Tom Cruise run around, try and find a bit where he shouted at everybody and swore behind camera. Yeah. Um, but yeah, And, we've got, and uh, rightly so. Christopher McCoy is directing the uh, the two-part film. Um, Pom Clementif, Rob Delaney, Indira Varma, uh, and Hayley Atwell join Bing Rames, Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson, and Vanessa Kirby. Um, it's probably going to be chasing after something that's going to stop try and kill the world and yep. he's got to stop it and that's great because he just has to run away from stuff so I'm on board do you know what else I'm on board with? What are you on board with? Nicholas Cage just said he would be interested in Face Off 2 Yeah I wouldn't <laughs> I would Cage has been uh, interviewed recently and he said um, there have been some phone calls uh, with, uh, with Neil Moritz who I enjoyed very much working with on the first Face Off he's one of the true great Hollywood producers in Hollywood and they've been making some calls the other ones like National Treasure their priority was a TV show and Godspeed to them but maybe face off being directed by uh, Adam Wingard from Godzilla vs King Kong Um, a a legacy sequel where you get two new guys just do another face off you, you you can't have another face off without Nicolas Cage but you can have one without John Travolta. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there. I'm, I'm genuinely not there because, you know, I'm looking at it. Look at John Travolta now, right? I'm talking about if it was John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. Look at John Travolta's face now. It's, it's like so fucked up and plastic. You know, Nicolas Cage is near enough the same. You know, he is so fucked up and plastic now. They've had so much work done. It actually would, it might actually improve their features if they rip each other's faces off and put it onto something like. But why not uh, <clears throat> a new one where you got two guys or uh, two women or a man and a woman? <laughs> it's 2022. But why not have a situation where, you know, there's a face off happening? A face off has happened. I know what you're saying. Paul, I know what you're saying. And you've get got to go to get- Nicolas Cage for. Get the team back together. You got to get the team back together. You got to Jamie go Fox, Cage. Jamie Fox, and Colin Farrell. I know. I hear what you're saying. Oh, I was thinking Eddie Murphy and Danny DeVito or something. No, that'd be incredible. Yeah, Colin Farrell, Jimmy Fox, back in again. Right. Can no, we get it? A- there's nothing wrong with this, Paul. There's nothing wrong with this. Take Colin Farrell's face off. Put it on Jamie Fox's face. Take off Jamie Fox's face. 
put it on Colin Farrell's face. It can't go wrong. Name one thing that's wrong with this. The right lines are a bit completely different. No, it's not. They're identical. They're no, identical. Farrell's got a much broader head. Um, let's leave that. So, uh, what else have we got? Oh, yeah. Um, free plug for Odeon Cinemas. But May 23rd, I've mentioned it before, May 23rd, the 30th anniversary of Robocop is being shown in cinemas on a one-off basis. Direct, to eight. You said director's cut, though? The director's time. cut, so <clears> about 20 minutes. Now, they're saying there's about 20 minutes of extra footage, but this film only lasts an hour and 43 minutes. Was the original Robocop only about an hour 20? Well, didn't we go into this that a lot of his movies were, you know, chopped up? You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a there's a version, or version of um, uh, Showgirls, that was like what an extra half an hour long, and they said it actually made sense. Uh, you know. Oh God! <laughs> extra three days would have thought that makes sense. You could have followed Nomi around for like a week and a half, and it still would have. I can't sense. remember. I can't remember if we said Shogun's was good or bad. It's fucking brilliant. What I can't remember. I just can't remember what we actually said because that's back it's in fucking... that's back in the dark times. That's back in that's back in garage times. Fuck you! It was it's brilliant. <laughs> it's fucking great. I don't see what everybody has. Problem with um, Moon Knight has finished. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Paul, have you seen it? I caught a trailer. No, I, I've been very busy. I've been very busy. I've... You do fuck all. Stop lying. You I... do nothing. Um, I did watch five Bond films yesterday. <laughs> what? Hold on. If you tell me you didn't watch Moonraker, then we're going to have an issue. Um. Of course, you watched Moonraker. Goldeneye. You, you watched it five times. So, Goldeneye. <clears throat> uh, Living Daylights. Okay. License to Kill. <clears throat> okay. Live and Let Die. Okay. Jesus Christ. Man with the Golden Gun. Uh, Paul, this that is horrendous. Man with that the is Golden Gun. Is... Man with Golden Guns, okay. Goldeneye's, okay. Living and Let Die is good for like an hour. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Jane Seymour. Continue. Well, She's lovely. I prefer Mayday. Okay. Um, Beat the shit out of me, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Here. You know, that story we told when we did the Bond episode where she got the big black rubber dildo from under the bed and waved yeah. it in Roger Moore's face. I can imagine you're in bed and Grace Jones gets that out and you'll be like, fucking come on then, love. Get Let's them. go, Grace. Let's go. <laughs> them up, boys. Um, we've got our uh, wine list as well. So this is a feature, which we've done about seven times, um, called The it's Wine usually, List. It usually just comes out when we have to complain about something. When we want to complain about something, whether it's Boris Johnson or parking spaces or Sith Wayfinders, we always go to The Wine List uh, and we have a, a chance to spout. Well, this week is our listeners' chance to join The Wine List. We've got a guest chef, uh, Brian, from Austria. Österreich. Welcome, Brian. He better have a. They better have a, a foreign accent because I'm expecting him to come out like some English accent or something here. Like, no, I'll be honest. I haven't actually heard this yet. I'm expecting it to be kind of like Brad Pitt in True Romance. Like, oh uh, yeah, hi guys. Uh, no, I think he's going to be like that. Real, just American, but says he's from Austria. I bet he's. Cool. I oh, I bet you this is Bruce from Australia. Oh shit! Well, I don't think it will be actually because his um, well, his his uh, wine for the wine list is all about um english Russia. language 
okay. English language subbing and dubbing in foreign language theatres. So basically, he's in Austria. Anyway, how, how is he listening to me? Anyway, <laughs> how is he understanding anything I'm saying? Anyway, fuck it. You don't want to listen to it from me. Listen to it from Brian. Hi, Corm and Tebs. My name's Brian. I'm living in Austria for about 10 years now, and I have a wine list based off where I live. We have a nice crowd of Irish, Scottish, English, American. We'll all head out together as often as we can. And of course, we'll only take the English version. Now up top, I understand cinemas make their money only after studios take a massive chunk. So they're, they're looking to make their cash. But on the side, you're spending 10 quid on popcorn and drinks. And that's fine. Popcorn tastes better at the movies. But the thing that my local chain will do is they'll always take the smaller movies where there's only one showing. And they'll put it in 3D or IMAX just to get that couple of extra euros off you. Movies that do not ever need it. Captain Marvel 3D, Tomb Raider 3D, Uncharted and Transformers 5. Well, that piece of shit was my own fault for going to that. But prices go crazy. And where you need to pay 17 quid for a decent IMAX seat, it starts to feel like you've got to love the movie before you'll show up for it. So, on the side of that again... I've also missed out on stuff like Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, lately Morbius, maybe thankfully I missed that one, Norseman, because they've only picked for one showing in English. And I'm worried that the cinematic masterpiece that is Nicolas Cage as Nicolas goddamn Cage, this is only going to have one showing, it'll be a Tuesday evening, and, well, if you're not free, fuck you. Marvel films will always get five showings a day, weekends too, and they'll sell out. So there's enough of the locals that if they know any Hollywood movie is coming, their English is perfect. They understand it all. Dubbed movies belong in the bin, along with any movie that has the romantic lead about to hump in a car park in the rain. And it sounds like they're whispering to each other in a padded cell. Dubbed is crap. Give me the original version. Even if it's a foreign movie, give it to me with subtitles on. Is it too much to ask for perfectly normal movies in perfect English? On a day before I won't need to work. Maybe. Hey, that's it for me. Guys, have the happiest of drunk podcast birthdays. Two years old is a grand age to be drinking a Guinness, right? Thanks for the laugh. Keep it up. And we'll already be looking forward to the next year's worth of menus. Thanks. Bye. So there's um, so there's Brian's uh, contribution to the wine list. If you've got anything similar, if you've got a rant, if you've got something niggling at you, and you'd like to uh, be a guest chef and you want to be on the wine list, email us chefteps at outlook.com, C-H-E-F-T-E-B-B-S at outlook.com. Send us your rants, three to three, 30, 30 seconds to a minute. Don't be racist. Don't be misogynistic. <laughs> please, don't be, please don't be racist. Don't be racist, because I can't put it in then. And you know, and so don't just, just email Paul dick pics. Don't, don't just email no, stop, multiple, multiple dick pictures. Don't do it, people, all right? Just don't. Paul's, Paul's very kindly given out his email address. Don't send dick pics, all right? If they're <laughs> huge, if they're huge, I want, we want to see them. All right. And even if they're very small as well, that will, you know, we want to see them as well. Cause obviously, you know, that's just, but don't do it. Don't, don't be sending pictures of your dick. Fucking grow up, grow up. Cheers. You're welcome. Listen, I think they got the message. I think they got it. Mm. Okay. So we're going to be talking, uh, Dr. Strange 2 and the multiverse of madness. Doctor Strange 2 and the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Uh, new Marvel film, 28th, 29th. We're going to be talking about it now. Last chance for spoilers. 
stop listening if you haven't seen it come back when you have we'd love to talk to you then Calm. what did you think of dr strange in the multiverse of madness not much (laughs) (laughs) people are people are going to really start to think that we just we just nag on movies all the time like you know or you know we hate marvel and we hate everything that they do we hate dc and we fucking hate everybody it truly 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 is not the case better than showgirls better than show well not as good as robocop and definitely definitely less tits less tits than uh, showgirls fucking hell <laughs> less tits than robocop um so this is benedict cumberbund coming back as dr stephen strange this is post endgame post blake post thanos world they're still not finding their feet are they in not, this world? not at all not at all and i believe that i think i'm suffering from um maybe over exuberance when i'm thinking of marvel movies because i will be Perfectly honest. I think I said it on here a couple of times. Multiverse of Madness was the one I wanted. That was the one I wanted because in my head, I I believe that this would open up the universe to everything. We were gonna we were gonna get lots of. And I'm not talking about. I didn't want to see Tom Cruise's Iron Man. I didn't want to see you know different worlds where it's it's just a comedy shtick. You know, I don't like that in Marvel movies. But what I wanted to see was how we were going to introduce the X Men how this was going to happen, how they were going to bring in different characters from different worlds, how other characters are going to come into it. And it gave me nothing. It gave me no joy whatsoever. Like nothing in this movie gave me joy. Uh, you know, I didn't think that, I don't think the script was good. No. Um, you know, there were things, did you notice that there were just the odd guitar riff for no reason? Danny Elfman is needs to wind it in. Like, it, yeah, it, it's almost like saying, "Hey, listen to me, I'm Danny fucking Elfman." I, but it was like, but it wasn't, but it wasn't even like, it wasn't even as if it was like a guitar solo or anything. There, it was just like, uh, this is horror, loud guitar why? noise. And you know, I was, I was. I was begging for this I think about a year ago when it was first announced or when it was for it to be like a horror Marvel movie. I was begging for it to happen. No, we did. We did get tropes. We did. We did get the, you know, this is a Sam Raimi movie. So you're going to have to see some Sam Raimi stuff, you know, yep. like, like it was Spider-Man, like it was Dragon to Hell. Everything has to go back to Evil Dead. We got our Bruce Campbell, you know, cameo. Um, you know, we got all those, but is it just me? That wanted to see a bit more. Yeah. That want that what yeah, that wanted it to be a wee bit more horror. Because let's be honest, this for me, this is what that this is what sold me on it. The multiverse of madness, you know, we're gonna see some fucked up shit. And somebody said to me before I went in, some but somebody said to me, Oh, it's mental. It's oh, it's oh, it's mental, it's mind-blowing, it's mental what they do. And I was like, oh, oh, if if they're gonna go down this route, then then I'll be interested. Nothing, nothing, nothing in it that blew my mind. Nothing that was weird. Nothing. This is I'm in two minds. Okay. When I was watching it, I thought, what a complete missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking further along that this is two things. One, it could be a very good starting point. Because if you think back, right, somebody said how Marvel you know, you could tell there was a clear <laughs> end game. Um, mm, there was a nah. build to Thanos, there was the stones, there was story throughout. And I said, yeah, but we only knew that after Avengers, fifth film into phase one, when Thanos showed up. And even then you didn't know what 
the game was. Yeah. And then slowly starting to click, because Infinity Stones were only starting to come into this. Age of Ultron, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's when the Infinity Stones were mentioned. Yeah. Now, even the Tesseract was a block. It wasn't a stone. You know, nobody knew that. So I really wanted there to be literally going through this multiverse. I wanted this to be them being chased or him chasing after somebody through the multiverse. I wanted to see loads of different fucked up worlds. I wanted to see. And it's that typical movie almost cop out where the, there was, they've gone to the one, one place where there's rainbows in the sky and everything is free here and stand on this futuristic pod and look at your memory. You know, they go to that beautiful utopia. They go to the world that collapsed in itself because somebody messed with dark magic. The incursion. The incursion. And then slow, and then you like get one scene where he like dives after America and, and they tumble through different universes and one is where he splits apart. One is where they're made of paint. One is where they're a cartoon. And now they're back. Yeah. And I'm like, there was your opportunity to have them fall out of a portal, roll across the road as Ghost Rider comes whizzing past, and then into another portal where they drop down and they're at fucking the feet of James McAvoy and Fassbender. And you just look, you know, you could just have a little fucking cameo. You could have had another... I get why they didn't put another Fantastic Four family in there. They, didn't have it. they could have done anything. Imagine the fucking crowd going tits if they were to land in the universe where Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner are fighting as Daredevil yeah. and Lytra. And yeah. just have them look at Strange. Strange looks at them and then they jump out again. It's fan service, I know, but you're, that's Disney saying, we own this shit. It's all part of the multiverse. We could go into it at any time. And it, there's your fan service. Instead, we didn't get that. We got one big chunk of fan service, which leads me back to this about MCU Marvel is dangling a thread to people. Yeah. They'll dangle a thread and say, this is what's coming. They did it with one division where they dangle a thread of an engineer that she knows. They do it with Loki where they dangle a thread of saying, there's a guy in that castle. Who could it be? Who could it be? And they create buzz. They create interest. They create conversation about what it could be. Film theories. Fuck up. Take away Marvel from our podcast, and you've been left with about four episodes of talking about dick. Yeah. It's, it creates creativity, which I get. But then to deliver what they did in Doctor Strange is either a complete fuck you saying, ha-ha, in it a bunch of banter, we're not going to give you what you want, or it's the start of something bigger. Or, or they believe that this is actually what people want. I don't think so. After well, Spider-Man, I don't think this is what the thought people want. I, I think I have I have a theory though. I have a, a mild theory that I believe that Marvel are using these movies as their kind of version of the end credit sequences. They're using all these movies to try and see what's going to hit, like to to make to try and create something. And this period of Marvel movies that we have now is leading up to. The, the second I like th forget put put end game from Iron Man to end game as phase one right as a phase one right mm -hmm. yeah. so for phase one to that's end the, inf the infinity yeah. saga that's yeah gone. yeah so end one start of one end of one this all these movies in between here and the TV shows one division Falcon yeah Moon Knight Loki everything in the middle is just a wee circle in the middle and it's all leading up to number the start of two to the yeah. end of two. And I don't believe any of these movies is the start of that official 
big second phase. I think it is. Like we've got Kang coming. It's it's going to be a fight against Kang across they the multiverse. Can't, they can't. It's it's given. It, it there's no meat on the bone of anything. Well, no, there isn't <clears> because there's the, with two films again. There was no meat on the bones of Thanos in Iron Man Two. We're only three or four films into this phase now. I think we're, we're back to the beginning now. You've picked up a new comic, and this is the early days. You don't peak with all your cameos and all your cross universe. You imagine if they did all the cameos now in Doctor Strange Two. What yeah, else have you got for the next? <clears throat> 10 years to really get what? people. But there's so much, there's so much that they yeah, can there's do. There's going to be, there's going to be. I, I, I genuinely believe, I think if this is, from where this is in that phase, in that in this phase of Marvel films, I think they're holding back. Because I'm th- now thinking, 10 years time, uh, Avengers, Kang, Con- The Conqueror, major film, right? You imagine you've got Strange, um, spoiler alert, Clear, um, and then all the other sort of uh, sorcerers going through through the multiverse, right? You've got them. You've got Thor and the Guardians doing space. You've got everybody down on the ground, Falcon Wind Soldier doing the Earth mopping up shit. Um, you've got the the paranormal, spiritual kind of Moon Knight, Blade, Eternals kind of stuff going on. Now bring all them together and Howard the Duck and X-Men and whatever. <laughs> You imagine all that coming together in one massive multiverse. If you've seen the What If cartoons, the biggest payoff at the end of the, the What If series is Guardians of the Multiverse, where they bring in Captain Britain and uh, Killmonger and all these people from the multiverse and pair them up I know. to fight one big bad. I can see them doing that again with this. But where I'm going with my where, where my head is that at least from from Iron Man up to Endgame, every every movie had a point. Every movie had every movie, bar maybe a couple. Every movie had a point, and every movie had meat on the bone. You know, every everything was leading to something. Everything was building up, and you could see it in real time. You could, you knew where we were going with Iron Man. You knew where we were going with Captain America, with Thor, with the Avengers movies. We knew where what the end game was. We knew where we were leading to that. There's, there's nothing that's linking any of these movies together. It is okay. literally, it is literally just a hodgepodge of pseudo fan service. Um, they're trying to see if characters work, adding fucking Harry Styles into Eternals, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, you know, and then again, spoiler alert, adding, you know, um, uh, Charlize Theron into the end of Doctor Strange, and you know, I, I, I just, I don't. I don't think they have a plan, and that's is what's starting to scare me. Well, so let's get back to so we'll stick with, with this one for now, then, because I I go off on a tangent. I know, I know, but I know. Like I, know. I said, I came out of it pissed off that we didn't get all this, all these extra cameos we were promised. The cameos we did get, I felt, were very much Marvel going, "Look what we've got! <laughs> we're not giving you it." I felt it felt like that way, but we'll come on to that. So Stephen Strange is finally trying to get over his relationship uh, with Christine. Um, played by Rachel McAdams, who is given a bit more to do in this one, but not that much, yeah. uh, is attending a wedding when all of a sudden um, America Chavez comes through the multiverse, a portal, bringing with her a giant fucking octopus creature thing. This is one that her and a variant of Stephen, Stephen Strange, had been fighting in the previous dimension. Um, there was the magical MacGuffin, which if they got to it would save the day. Um, and she's come to Earth 616, as it's now been labelled, saying, uh, Stephen Strange, you're the one who can help help me with this multiverse. Shit, somebody's trying to get me. Now, when you say this isn't going anywhere, and, and we've had a lot of films and TV shows, this felt 
we had six episodes of WandaVision. Uh, oh, no, it was about eight or nine, wasn't it? Yeah. That built up, built up Wanda into the Scarlet Witch. This introduces Wanda. He goes to meet her. Very quickly, he learns that she's actually the big bad of this film. Yeah. This feels very, very rushed. It felt like it should be a, a more of an impactful thing. I should have thought we should have had another 20 minutes, half an hour of Wanda by his side before Scarlet Witch comes out. But here, here we are. And we even um, get the we even get the annoyance of him walking into the, the apple, you know, the apple orchards with all the, yeah. the blossoms. Oh, this feels very real. Yeah. What? You're the fucking Sorcerer Supreme. It feels real. Fuck off. How do you think they've handled Wanda's character now? After Horribly. WandaVision. Yeah. Horribly. They, 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 have, they have tried to create, they have tried to create this broken-minded good person in the body of a bad person. And it's not working at all. Like it's 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 not working. She <clears throat> her motivation, so she basically took um used dark magic because she wants to get her children back. The children that she magically made up. Yeah. While she held an entire town hostage for a month, two months, however long it is, she was fucking mind raping them for fucking an entire town. And Stephen Strange goes and just says, "Oh look, I know, I know you did. You put everything right again. Oh, I know you didn't do bad." It's like, what? Why is she being let off with this? Why is the character of Wanda Maximoff being let off with what she did in WandaVision? She held the whole town fucking hostage. Could have killed them all. And she She's murdered. An she, well, she did murder multiple people in the town she, as well. She murdered lots. And and Steve was like, "Oh, I'm not here to talk about that. We know you did. All right, let's move on." She's a fucking Avenger, and they're just brushing over it. Yeah, anyway, but let's and, and let's and, but let's move on. Let's move on, and then continually go back to the house in the movie. Let's let's move on, but let's just yeah. keep going back to that world. Well, we find out that Wanda Scarlet Witch's motivation for wanting to capture America Chavez is um, she wants her kids. And she says at one point, I want, I want her powers. Well, why don't you just ask her to open up a portal to another world? Yeah. No, because then you'll have to kill another version of Wanda and whatever. Okay. So uh, what happens? Well, why don't I just let you through? And, she, and this is how shit the script is, right? She says, what if one of my children gets an incurable disease and there'll be another cure in another dimension? I'd, I'd need to open up another dimension. Fuck off. What? Well, my whole kind of theory behind this as well is this, right? So according to everybody that I'm listening to and all the Twitter feeds that I'm reading and all the fucking, you know, all this Wanda stuff that I'm, I'm reading about, Wanda is like the most powerful of, you know, of these superheroes, yeah. right? The most powerful, right? Why can't she just create two more makeup children? Yeah, <laughs> just make two more children. Just make, because the other, the other two are fake, you know, the other, the other two don't exist. So she, why not just yeah. make them up? She wants the real ones, but in a different dimension. She wants the real fake one. She wants the, the real, real fake, fake one. She wants the real fake one. If, if we're led to believe, if we're led to believe that the multiverse obviously exists because it does, you know, like she she happened to pick the multiverse where her kids and her the other version of her were exactly identical and in every way. And she still had a uh, had a Wanda Maximoff powers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so it's like, yeah, I get it. There's infinite multiverses and there's infinite this and this, infinite that. So, how did she choose that exact? Well, she didn't choose them. They, that's the one that Strange and America ran off to. No, she could in... see. She could see them. She could see them. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. She, she used could... the dark hole to find yeah. that that universe they were in. They right. could have been in hiding in the new in a universe 
where Wanda was locked in prison, or she could have been anywhere. So she's, yeah. it just happened that it was very convenient that her kid's there. But her whole motivation for wanting to kill America Chavez is kill Stephen Strange, kill half of Camotage is because I want to live with my kids. And yeah, uh, yeah fucking stupid. Her amount of her powers in this, again, the, the fear that they have of her, where they say, I could tear this place apart atom by atom looking for us. And she can't, you know, she's going to try and get into camotage and all this kind of shit. And she can't break the shields. She throws red balls of laser again, yeah. same as she did before. And then maybe she does a little spell on somebody where she gets in somebody's head and it makes him run away. And it makes loads of other people run away. And I'm like, and all she does is literally this whole film is Doctor Strange and America Chavez running away from Scarlet Witch. As she yeah. throws red plasma bombs at her, but she they could have. They could have. Yeah, could they could have done fucking, it in such a more interesting way. They could have done it so more. She could have brought in a tornado to smash <laughs> Kamataj apart. She could have brought in a earthquake. tsunami, earthquake. an earthquake. She could have dropped unicorns from the sky. She could. Mm-hmm. She could have raised hell below. She could have done anything. In this, said she just threw. Fucking! It's just—it's so on a, on a, on, for Marvel for what they do storytelling. It's unimaginative. Uh, Quickly yeah. back to Benedict Cumberbatch. Solid. It was solid in this. I doubt. Mm. I, I, he's not. He's not a Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans. I don't even think he's a Chris Hemsworth for Thor kind of no. lovable. Um, if 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 they were to make an Avengers film with him as the leader, I think you'd have to have some pretty strong personalities around him. Yeah, but I think they're going down Young Avengers route now. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so they end up in another dimension, still getting chased. Wanda's got used to the dark hold, and they end up locked up. Um, it meets a variant of Christine, uh, Doctor Christine Palmer. Quick word on variants and multiverse. Mm-hmm. All the Stephen Strangers look alike. Mm-hmm. Christines look alike. All the Baron Mordors look alike. Mm-hmm. So in terms of a, the people we meet in the Illuminati, they should look alike. Because, okay, the first one is Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. She looks alike as her yeah. variant, okay? Why don't the Spider-Men look alike? Well, you have to think about it in terms of there are infinite, infinite multiverses. of every, there, there will be a Spider-Man with a broken nose that looks like Tom Holland. There'll be a Spider-Man with one eye who looks like Tom Holland. There are also, you know, there is multiple, multiple variants so of the, this. But there's a Spider-Man who looks like Andrew Garfield. There's, and there's who a, looks like yeah. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. But. Because it's infinite. There's, in, there's an infinite. It's infinite. They have so just, much to play with. And, yeah. and this is, and this is partly what annoys me about this movie. They have so much inf- infinite to play with. Yeah, and we and we get nothing. <laughs> so Baramodo calls him before the uh, and Bar- Baramodo is a good guy now apparently, and he, he says that he's a member of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to go through with them now because this is probably the biggest set of cameos in the whole film. Yeah, um, some surprises, some not so much surprises, but in this Earth's eight, oh, which one was it? Now was it eight one three? Oh, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that at all. Eight nine eight eight three eight. It was. Um, so first of all, we'll, we'll learn that um, the first Doctor Strange that we see right at the beginning of the film uh, was a member of this Illuminati. Uh, uh, basically, the Illuminati in the the comics was a group of super mega powered brainy superheroes. Main things they've done. I think they decided to send Hulk off to Sakaar 
before Planet Hulk and all these kind of stuff are responsible. You know, they make the dodgy decisions that the Avengers don't want to do, that kind of thing. Um, and we learned that um, Doctor Strange was a member of this Illuminati um, and sort of the big plot cameo, cameo, big plot sort of twist was learning that the Illuminati had Strange, that Strange killed because mm. he, the way this universe's uh, heroes killed Thanos was by Strange taking hold of the Darkhold the magical demon book that Scarlet Witch has been corrupted by. Um, and they decided that he needed that power to kill Thanos, but then he couldn't be trusted with the power because he was going to turn bad. So they killed him, that kind of uh, corruption. But So we never really see him as part of the Illuminati. We've got Baron Mordo there. Um, we know he's a bit of a dick. Well, our variant of him is a bit of a dick. She will mm. tell Ija for always good. This, for me, was an extended cameo. He wasn't a part of this film much. No, not at all. And I think this is where the biggest disappointment for this movie was because, you know, you could have used this as so many gateways, you know, into, you know, different universes, the X-Men universe, the Fantastic Four universe and blah, blah, blah. As soon as she said, you know, it was from Baxter funding, I was like, oh, Yes, yeah, as soon as she mentioned the Baxter, yeah, industry, like, Baxter yeah, Baxter Building, yeah, yeah that's that's and, and I knew I knew as soon as she said that I were we were going to meet somebody from the Fantastic Four, um, and obviously we 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 met Mister Fantastic, but what now are we to believe that that Mister Fantastic is dead? Well, yeah, I think we are, but let's. Well, I've got I've got these in order of which I think we're most impressive so i'm gonna go through these because i'll lose me we'll end up missing somebody out and somebody, oh, you didn't mention captain marvel um captain carter aka captain britain um she took on the mantle of um captain britain basically she had the super soldier serum injected into her instead of steve rogers taking it in a different multiverse uh the what if episode one covered that so she became captain america captain britain captain carter uh, and she was obviously here as part of the uh, a part of the Illuminati. We got Black Bolt, played by Anson Mount. Um, Black Bolt previously seen in the Inhumans long-lived TV show of <laughs> eight series. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got through two of them, and fuck me, I couldn't get through any more. I got through one. I, I might, do you know what? I might revisit it now. Actually, I might do. Actually, I might do. But um, th- this is a guy I, I was sort of amazed to see. I'm like, okay, that. And the mention is King of the Inhumans. They mentioned Inhumans at one point. So they're, uh, and again, they've got this freedom to be able to do this. In another universe, we have Inhumans. Maybe I have forgotten about whatever. Uh, but this is a guy where even a little um, whisper from his mouth can can cause incredible energy to come out and, and vaporize whatever's in front of him. So a whisper could knock our building down. Um, and he actually, uh, the show that he was the one responsible for killing their universe's Doctor Strange just by whispering, I'm sorry. And the mm-hmm. power that comes out. So he's a very powerful, dangerous um, person. We got Captain Marvel, played by Lashana Lynch, of course. Um, uh, yeah, she was a bit kind of. There's a lot of hubris about this Illuminati, wasn't it? They're almost sort of so full of their own shit. She's there saying, "Oh, <laughs> what's your witch going to do when she turns up against us six? And it's like they're almost setting them up as a bunch of dicks. That yeah, but it's interesting. It's interesting that, they, that it's interesting that they actually did choose these characters as well. You know why? Why was um, uh, Mister Fantastic there? Mister Fantastic is nowhere near. He's smart, but he's nowhere near. You know, he's a, the, he's, he's a genius. Yeah, but he's a genius and he is super powered. But it's his level of intellect that gets him on the Illuminati." Or even Mordo? Why? Why was Mordo there? 
he was he's sorcerer supreme in that universe so maybe that variant of him is i don't know it was there because they wanted to treat elijah for it yeah so well, i get it yeah um but yeah captain marvel's there um and this is the her universe as captain marvel but again she almost felt pretty cocky about the fact that she's saying awesome oh, which are going to take us out there you know what it reminded me of the um Vindicators from Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, very much so, yeah. Uh, these six Illuminati were the Vindicators and seeing them get off one by one was kind of, you know, our che- you get to cheer them because the dickhead fucking Illuminatis who thought they were better than everybody. You know, it felt like that kind of moment. But, but it also, but do you know what it also does? It, it, I know that I know what they're trying to do. You know, I know that they're trying to show Wanda's power. You know, they're trying to beg up Wanda as, you know, the, the most powerful. But does it not you know, lessen the impact of the other superheroes to show, you know, to show that there's a Captain Marvel who has equal power to Carol Danvers, you know, and she is, she stopped, you know, basically, you know, Thanos, you know, she stopped the the other greatest powerful being in the world, um, you know, uh, but does it not just lessen their impact? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. You mentioned we've got uh, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, uh, at least this this universe's smartest man alive. Um, when uh, wasn't smart it, enough to shut his mouth. When Krasinski sh- sat down and uh, dropped through a portal or whatever it was, I give a little cheer. I was like, I, I'd I'd read some. I I really get into stuff like this, and the fact that. But now I'm worried that what if he isn't? Yeah, he's. It's that it was that cameo and nothing else. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying about I, so. Cheer to Elijah for Baron Mordo's variant all looks the same. Strangers looks the same. Um, you know, all these different, but then is Peter Parker. So is there going to be a different Reed Richards in our universe? And have they just cast Krasinski here because people want wanted him in the role? Mm-hmm. So this is Marvel going, okay, you can have that little bit, little bit of crack, and we're going to take it away. Or has John Watts moved aside from directing Fantastic Four because they're going to get John Krasinski in to direct it? And they couldn't announce that before Doctor Strange came out. But John. why Why would that be such a big deal? Well, you can't announce John Krasinski is going to be directing your Fantastic Four film because then everybody will know he's Reed Richards. He's been cast. So until they've seen, everybody's seen the cameo, the spoiler of him in the role, they can't announce it. And it would also explain why John Watts has just decided to take a step back because they've hired Krasinski. He's a fucking good director. He's done Quiet Place, Quiet Place 2 you know, directing him and his wife in a Marvel film, it's, it's a license to print money. And I think they were just waiting. I, I, I won't be surprised if they announced him as the director of the Fantastic Four film. It's a good shout, but I just don't, I don't see the, I don't see the link between him being announced as director and giving away the Fantastic Four. No, that's, no, okay. I, 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 I give you that. You wouldn't have said he's actually in this film. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and then Professor X, Patrick Stewart. Yay. What, we get to see what, Professor X die again. Wanda, take my hand. Maybe it'll break the spell. No. Hell. People were laughing in the cinema. People, People laughed. People laughed whenever they mentioned the Illuminati. Yeah. Did you did you get a laugh in that as well? There were a few, there were a few, few sniggers, but then there were when Patrick Stewart was doing basically anything walking around in his turtleneck and his high pants, there were people chuckling away. Wonder, take my hand. Maybe it'll break Are, the spell. Is it Awful us, Paul? Ryan. Is it us? But is it us? Is it us? Are we expecting too much from these movies? 
Like, should no. should we should we sit back and just enjoy the movies for what they are? No, because we know they're capable of better. Hmm. The capable. <laughs> All right, da. No, okay. <laughs> they're either cap- We know they're capable of better. They've got the money to hire better, and they've got the time. Yeah. They've got the time to do it all. Well, they've had, a, they've had a fucking two years of a pandemic as well. If everyone believes Kevin Feige, he had Endgame mapped out when they were still doing Age of Ultron. Do you know what I mean? In terms of story mm. and stuff. If you give somebody the heads up, you're going to be directing Doc Strange or you're going to be writing the script for it and it's going to come out in 2022 and it's now 2017. You've got fucking time to write a script, a decent script, not one with scenes where Christine. Now I know it's probably a drag me to hell. Yeah, it moment, is. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, she gets a flamethrower or something, and she goes, "Go back to hell." Yeah. They're not fucking hell demons. They were fucking evil entities of magic. They're not nothing to do with hell. Yeah. And suddenly it's like, "Go back to hell." It's like, where the fuck did that come from? Because if you're hiring Sam Raimi, you have to have references and shots like Evil Dead, like even the scene where. Um, the, after obviously the Illuminati have all been killed by Wanda and she is they're running away from, from Wanda and she's busting through those shields and you know it is yeah. it, it is exactly like the corpse running after uh, Bruce Campbell in, in Evil Dead you know uh, like everything everything there has to be and even you know we haven't even mentioned it the third eye well let's we'll come on to that in a minute because i want yeah. to talk about the third eye but um but yeah professor x shows up is in the yellow car from the comic yeah. oh that was that was incredibly oversized as well like it's way too big that could have been a lot smaller yeah but danny elfman does it again he did it with oh, justice don't, league don't don't xavier's coming in and it's like what the fuck is wrong with it did they use the batman music during justice league it's but like i know i know that that's not elfman i know that that's sam remy that's done that no sam remy I... did the same thing with superman and batman's ident tune yeah in um in justice league it that's danny elfman and it's like why why do you need to put that in we get it it's professor Eck. the yellow wheelchair is fan service why do we have to get a bit Jeez. Anyway, so so we, we'll okay. We'll talk about the the death things. These were all off pretty quickly, yeah. and this is why this solidifies it for me as the Illuminati is. Um, I'm trying to think how how to put this in a succinct way. This is the Mandarin from Iron Man Three. That level of feed you something, offering you something, we're going to give you the alum, yeah. we're going to give you the Mandarin, he's a badass terrorist, it's Ben Kingsley, Oscar winner Ben Kingsley, oh, it's funny, you'll never see me coming. It's like, oh, this is going to be fucking intense. <laughs> he's an actor called Trevor, got ya. Yeah. We're going to give you the Illuminati, they're all in shadows, we shall tell him the truth. Within seven minutes, they're all fucking dead. And it's, yeah. I can imagine Feige just sat there going, <laughs> losers. Yeah. That's why it feels like it just gets pulled away from me. Xavier lost a mind battle, the world, the universe's greatest psychic, level five mutant, lost a mind battle to Wanda. Not having it. It's, but I guess I wasn't surprised because it's not the first time. <laughs> not the first time he's lost a mind battle. Fantastic for um, Krasinski, Reed Richards got turned into spaghetti. Yeah. And then his head plastic, exploded. Yeah, plastic spaghetti, yeah. Plastic spaghetti and then his head exploded. Captain Marvel powered by an infinity stone but whether mm-hmm. you whether you're maria rambo whether you're carol danvers you've you're, you're captain marvel yep. she got crushed by a statue yep 
Now, she did put her hands up at one point, like she was trying to use her powers and they never came. So maybe Wanda was doing something to stop her powers. In that case, why not do that for the rest of it? But I've got a major issue with Wanda's powers and the whole portals thing, so we'll chat about that in a minute. Uh, but she got crushed by a statue. Black Bolts, I thought, was the, the fucking... Probably, yeah, probably the best thing about the movie for me. Black Bolt, a guy whose powers come out of his mouth. What does she do? She takes away his mouth, does a bit of matrix on his, you know, mm. takes the mouth away. Um, and when he mumbles something, obviously it's inside his head, back of his head blows off like a fucking, like Kennedy's just been taken out from the grassy knoll. Um, I thought that was quite impressive. I enjoyed yep. that. Enjoyed that. Um, Captain Carter got a shield through the middle of her. Yeah, cut in half. I thought she was cut, cut in half. I thought, and, and you know what? Didn't even give me the satisfaction of seeing her cut in half. But you know what? This is why. This is why. This is what I'm going to say to you. Scott Derrickson left this through creative differences, and this is apparently Marvel who probably said we want a horror film, but we still need 12 year old kids to be able to come and see it. So they went horror, but they said to Sam Raimi, "We need 12A horror. We yeah. need PG 13. We need we need horrors with the lights on. Yeah. So we and our lights were fucking on." Yeah. In, our, in our cinema, dickheads. So we got the shield going into her, then you go up to the shots of the eyes, and I think any kind of body slumping down in two pieces um, would have been a bit too much for the for the sensors. Um, but again, total sort of cop-out Mordo. Did he get dropped in a in a hole? He got put in a hole and the it hole was up it, or something. It, no, it wasn't even that, that deep of a hole either. Like, he's the fucking Sorcerer Supreme. He could have got out of that. And he got dropped in a hole. Um... Yeah, so look, I, I think this is this is Marvel dangling them in front of us and going, look at this, look, you wanted this, you wanted it, didn't you? We're not going to give you it. I don't think we're going to get another Illuminati. No. We're not getting that. Um, one of the, if I, somebody showed me um, from Iron Man 2, there was literally like a half second snippet. Uh, you know the court, courtroom scene towards the beginning of the film of Iron yeah, Man yeah. 2? Um, Tony gets his phone out, and when he goes to click on something to take over the screens, one of his apps says Illuminati. He's got an app on his phone with Illuminati. Now, it could have been a throwaway. It could have been that he was a member of the Illuminati in this universe, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, my biggest gripe then about this, Wanda and her yeah. powers. Well, not even Wanda and her powers. It's what, the, everything, every throwback to WandaVision in this annoyed me. Everything. So... In terms of what? In terms of her motivation? Go, going back, the motive, yeah, the motivation, you know, the actual justification of storyline, you know, justification of her going, you know, has she lost her mind? Has she not lost her mind? You know, she seems pretty clear, you know, so can she not understand that she still has a vision that is, is exists in one of these universes as well? Because remember, he downloaded all his memories into... Yeah, but he didn't tell her that before he died, though, did he? Yeah, but he's he still there. So if she can see her children in other multiverses, how can she not see that vision still exists? I know. That doesn't I'm make talk- any sense to me. I'm talking in real time using power. So strange versus wonder. So... We saw, I mean, okay, let's start with portals. So, portals mm-hmm. in Infinity War, the battle in New York at the beginning. Wong opens up a portal, uh, Obsidian Black. I can't remember that the big one of the big children of Thanos gets kicked out into some snowy way and he goes to jump back, sticks his arm through the portal. Wong closes the portal and chops the guy's hand off. Mm-hmm. So, why didn't Strange open a portal above Wanda and close it and copper chop her in half at any point? Well, you see, I believe... Any point. Any point. Yes, but I believe... Not just in the temple. But I believe that Wanda is so powerful that he wouldn't be able to 
um, affect that magic that would affect her. I think she has some intrinsic inbuilt magic that would disavow a lot of minor magic like that is. It's mine. That's now that's it, it, like I get it. It's a portal to different places and things like that there, but it's minor magic to her. So I think she is so powerful that she could she could block that and we wouldn't see that happening. They're running away from her and at any point Strange could have opened up a portal and jumped into it and closed the portal behind it and they're in the other side of the world in the, this multiverse. And I think again again I think that she would be so powerful that she could see that. But he was still Strange was still doing spells on her. So you're, you're now, saying No, what I believe now there's, there's a bit in the movie that annoys me with, with about powers. Mm-hmm. So when she's running after them and breaking the barriers down, bang, bang, and you know, and she's getting so close to them, so close to them, and then the last one, they stop, and the barrier goes down, and Wanda doesn't break in, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. why is she not busting? Why is she not busting this? Why is she not busting this? And then, bang, she disappears, and it's like, ah, why didn't she do that in front of them? Any other time? Yep. Um, yeah. 100%. Like that, um, that, that doesn't get, I, I, I have to, I have to sit in my head and think that Wanda, to your, to your point, sorry, that Wanda is so powerful that her, her portal, her port, or the portals that Wong or, or Strange could do to her, she has some inbuilt, you know, me- mechanics in her magic that she can block that. And, and it's something that we just don't see. Doctor Strange won. Uh, speaking to the ancient one, he takes her, she takes him into the mirror dimension. Says, we're safe from threatening here nobody can escape nobody can come in you can practice your magic and nothing will harm so she's any... using the reflections she's using the reflections <laughs> ah, we didn't think of that stop on the puddles <laughs> cover the mirrors infinity war um, no not infinity war no way home it gets spider-man in the mirror dimension and then spider-man works out math yeah. maths to us English and he escapes because it's Spider-Man's film so he has to and then he puts Wonder in the mirror dimension in this and she gets out through the reflections and I'm just sat there watching it like is anybody able to use one of these fucking spells and it does what it's supposed to <laughs> it's like well, it wouldn't have been a very good movie Paul if it, uh... <laughs> but Wanda gets out of anything that she needs to get out of and can't get out of certain stuff and then she's walking dream data so Basically, we get to a point. In fact, we haven't spoken enough about. Um, we'll, we'll come up to the fine, the sort of Act Three, but we haven't spoke about. Um, so, uh, Sochi Gomez, who played America, America Chavez. Chavez. Yeah, I, I actually didn't mind her. I thought Great, she, eh? yeah, I didn't mind her at all. Like she, ah. she was, she was one of the positives uh, about Doctor Strange. Like again, I, I, I like. Obviously, her arc was learning to use her powers. Yeah, and um, uh, no, that that that. There was no, there was no learning of her powers whatsoever. No, and, yeah. And then there was that inspirational speech by the zombie strange at the end. You, you know how to use your powers all along. <gasps> of course, right? But nobody oh, shown right. her. Nobody, nobody's shown her one thing. And you know what? Like, and this is another one that annoys me, right? So when the the scene where this is earlier on in the movie where they're walking through the New York that has flowers. This is this is flower New York, but it's identical to everything else. And sorry, yeah. red red lights or green lights and blah 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 blah. He asks her. That's you know, how, how, sorry, that's how crazy the multiverse yeah, is. Yeah. Red means go. So how many, how many, like, you know, we're led to believe that the multiverse is infinite. So there is a certain world where John Ham's penis is, and no John Ham's penis is, and they go, but that, that's another one. Um, He says to her, so how many worlds have you visited? Right. And 
she says, uh, including this one, it'll be 76, right? So I'm sitting there thinking, that's that's not a lot of worlds. Like that's that like that's the genuinely like that's not a lot. That's not a lot of these worlds. So if if she'd have turned around and went, whoa, if you count this one, this is probably going to be about 14,000. And you're like, whoa, okay. So yeah. she has she has some kind of knowledge with her powers. She has some kind of of ability. She's trying to learn how to control it, but she's learned how to control it in seventy five clicks of, of of it. And you know, Doctor Strange, no, seventy five instances of being petrified. Yeah, where but you then, accidentally open a portal, and then Doctor Strange does absolutely no training with her at all. There's no. nothing. There's no training. No, no, no. You know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Control it. You know, no Karate Kid moment. No fucking wax on, wax off moment. There's nothing like that. And then all he does at the end of the movie, he goes, "You knew how to control it all along." And then she like punches the air, and a portal opens up, and it's like, "What?" But- yeah. Um. So we're getting towards the end. There. I mean, okay. And the thing as well, all good superheroes are orphans. Um. There yeah, was the moment where she. Yeah, <laughs> I, really- I, do you know what? There are two scenes in this movie that made me laugh. Right. Right. The first, the first one was the first close-up of of um, America, and she had the the badge on. And I yep. and I seen that, and I was like, "Oh, Paul's gonna be ripping if he sees that. It's gonna infuriate him if he sees that." And then the second bit was my two mothers, and it was like, "Oh, right. you <laughs> I know can what? picture Paul just in the cinema looking no, around, no, going, no, 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 no. it you shouldn't be a big deal. It <laughs> shouldn't be a big deal. Stop clapping. Two women is normal. This should be normalized." <laughs> right, you know what? I didn't mind, didn't care, noticed it, obviously, because the meta thing of it. <laughs> the only... <laughs> right. The, the reason I didn't mind and I don't care is because that's her character. She was that character in the comics, yeah. and they've brought this character, as she was in the comics, to the film because she's needed for this story. Mm-hmm. That's great. It wasn't making a character gay or adding in a scene for no good reason. Yeah. Okay. You'd to it see a, it had a backstory. That it had scene, a backstory. them scenes had a backstory. And I said I was talking to somebody, um, one of the cellular junkie writers, and they were talking about Saudi Arabia and a bunch of other Middle Eastern countries that banned this because of this scene. And and Disney have got this habit. They did it Star Wars. They've done it with this, where you you keep the LGBTQT thing to like a really easy to easily to edit scene yeah. so you can chop it out if you need to uh, a, a kiss here a hug there a badge there but this uh, you know if that was part of the story and for me it, it should and i don't care and i told you before i don't care whether she's got two mums two dads forces whatever her the way she lost her parents was heartbreaking yeah and it really formed her as a character and I just didn't give a fuck who her parents are. It, it needed that needed it for the story. Yeah, and I thought that, it was made, great. that that made that that whole kind of that whole kind of scene of you know being in with her mum and her mums, and then that that portal opens up like that is heartbreaking. Yeah. And you know it, it's believable for for the character that she is. It's believable for that to happen. So, Paul, hold on two seconds. Let's keep going. Da, 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 da. Hey, Rach. Oh, Rachel. That's the other oh, one. 
It's the small. The, the wife. It's the oh no, Latvian Tina. Uh, no, it's not Latvian Tina. She's in the basement. Um, <laughs> but sorry to get back to the point. Um, that part of the scene was heartbreaking. It was believable, and yeah. you know we can then see how she's why she's afraid of this power. Why you know she um, is hesitant to learn how to use it. I understand that, but again, I would expect of her to be in a lot more scenarios for us to believe that at the end of this movie, the power of friendship made her, you know, understand the use yeah. of her abilities. Yeah. But uh, I, I think we're going to get more of it in Young Avengers because we're getting Young Avengers and she's going to be in it. So I, I, I'm, listen, I'm there for her to be in more. She's yeah. an interesting character yeah. and, and, you know, she actually acted really well in the movie and she seemed to get all the good lines in the script as well. <laughs> yeah, she did, didn't she? Um, so, Act three, we basically learn that Wanda's using the Darkhold, which if you've seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you'll be familiar with it. And if you've seen WandaVision, you'll be more familiar with it. Um, and Strange realises against everything the Illuminati have told him, against everything America Chavez, Chavez has told him, he needs to use the Darkhold to defeat Wanda. Um, so he starts, uh, what do they call it, dream walking, yeah. like dread, dead walking or something. It's the the way Wanda is able to cross universe multiverses without physically going. She uses who said a, I had to be alive. She uses an evil spell um, to to project herself into another variant of herself in the universe, and she can carry on as normal. Uh, Strange decides to do this himself because he gets in a, trapped in another multiverse. God, this is tiring, and he needs to go back in day walk to take her on. The only variant of Strange is the previously dead eight one eight variant that America brought with her from her. So Strange gets himself uh, dead, dark magic fied, puts himself in the corpse, and sends himself off to go fight Wanda in the big dark tower. This is two hours long. This film, yeah, this is rushed. Very, very rushed. There's a lot going on in this film. But this is why I believe that these are these are end credit sequence movies. They are they are trying they are trying their best to put a story together with a lot of different moving parts. And again, I don't see it. See, if we'd have had this film come out without WandaVision and without What If it'd be confusing as hell. And I think they're starting to rely too much on the TV. And we said this at the time, that they've now made it. You've got to have watched the TV shows to understand what's happening in the films. Yeah. If you went into this and you'd seen, you went to see Edge Voltron at the cinema, you saw Civil War, you saw Endgame, because everyone were talking about it. And then you go to watch this and you're like, oh, I liked, I like, I like her. I like Elizabeth Olsen. I liked Wanda. She's bad. Eh? When did that? What Westview? What the fuck's Westview? What's going on? What it it is now? It's going into sort of elite level. You've got to be a fucking nerd and watch everything to get everything out of these films. If you haven't watched every single bit of content, you're going to be missing out, and I think that's sad for casual viewers. Yeah, but that's the thing as well. They're they're making the content. They're making the content untouchable, but they're still making it for that a younger audience. And that doesn't make sense. Either either play to your fan base and make these movies a little bit grown up and stick to the content that you're using, or let's just go back to basics and stop making them so fucking confusing for people. How do you reckon Blade would be with this level of horror? 
I am not. This. I I am not looking forward to Blade Man. I am not looking forward to Blade. I, I'm not looking forward to a PG thirteen Blade. Like I, I I was hanging on. I was hanging on the hopes that that the Multiversal Madness would be the one that would change everything. And now all I'm thinking is Jesus Christ. If if Thor is shit, like they for me the world the Marvel universe the MCU is in a lot of trouble. So not money, not money wise, because we're all we're all drug addicts and we'll still we'll still go see everything. I mean, see, we're gonna say it again as well, in terms of um in terms of the hero, then this is strange. The bad guy, bad person, I'm cool, it was Wanda, right? Mm-hmm. And again, in another of these films, the female character defeats herself. If she's a bad guy, she defeats herself. And it's happened with other shows, and the male star almost gets pushed to one side. He doesn't get given that part. Loki, you know, he, he gets beaten up by everybody along the way, and he's all, and then they've, they've brought in Wanda, and she actually beats herself. He's not the one to kill her. He's not yeah. the one to take her down. This is a Doctor Strange film with the hero is Doctor Strange, and he should be saving the day. Instead, he just goes, oh, Wanda, do the right thing. Oh, yeah, you're right, I should. I'll kill myself. I, I, there's no satisfaction payoff. I, I know I'm a child of the 80s. I know we had good and bad, and this is, you know, I know there's people yeah. who say it's intelligent storytelling, but it's not. I, I think it's a cop-out. I think you cannot have a male character cause harm to the female character, so she has to do it to herself. But let's be brutally honest here as well. Wanda's not dead. No, there was the red glow from the yeah. crumbling. She's not she's, dead. She's not no dead. You know, no again, as much as I think that she is a a side character to the Marvel Universe, there are infinitely more people that don't stick with my opinion and they believe that she is one of the AAA stars. They would not throw Wanda Maximoff on the scrap heap this early not in so. the sequence. No. Yeah, it's not happening. She is she, Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, whatever you want to call her. She will be the Captain Marvel coming out of the sky and and saving the day at Endgame. So you talked about what's what's to come. Now, we had the big House of M storyline where Wanda um, basically said, was it no more mutants? And yeah. killed off half the planets, well, all the planets mutants. Um I think that's how this the mutants are going to come about in our world. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to say, "Let there be mutants." Let there be some. I, I think someone's going to find out that she was a mutant. Yeah, she has to be a mutant. She has to be. I think America will be. I think she's a mutant. I think her brother was. I think the the stones. I, I would even say maybe Brie Larson, uh, Carol Danvers is a mutant. I think the stones kind of accelerated the powers. Yeah, something along those lines. Um, I really won't surprise you further down the line. And they've said X-Men's going to be, I think they want to bring out Fantastic Four now, and then X-Men are going to be five and six. You could have Avengers versus X-Men as a yeah, standalone yeah. film and have them integrate. You can have a couple of films on X-Men on their own. But that can battle of the multiverse with everyone. I think that that should be like three-part film. That should be fucking Lord of the Rings epic. Kind yeah. Of stuff. Um, so Wanda's not dead. She's going to be coming back. Young Avengers... I think we're in line for Young Avengers. We've got uh, Riri Williams. We've got um, Kate Bishop. Uh, Elijah Bradley from Falcon and Winter Soldier was in there. And this is, mm-hmm. There was talk that he'd, he'd had the serum as well. Um, we've got... Who else was there? Kid Avengers? There's another one, in there? No, we've got... Think. Yeah, so we've got Young Hawkeye so far. We've got, oh, Young Black Widow. We've got uh, Florence Pugh. 
as uh, Yelena, whatever her name is. So we've got a Black Widow, we've got a Hawk, Hawk, uh, Hawk, Thor yeah. coming up. Oh, um, she Hulk, she Hulk as well. She Hulk's coming. Um, we had the eye at the end, so his dark magic, strange using the dark hold, caused him to have a, a third eye. Awful CGI again. Horrendous CGI. Horrendous. It was shit. I am not having that Marvel past that anymore. This this movie had a two hundred million budget, like, and you can't you can't do that. Let's let's just be brutally honest. In any Sam Raimi movie, you have to see an eye popping out of somewhere. And in Army of Darkness, I believe, when he he chops up all the mini pieces of himself, the first bit is when he gets the eye in the hand. Yeah, that was what thirty years ago. It looked better than what this did. But this is part. This did come from the comics, but they're going with the. So this is the dark magic bit of him, and so again we have. So we have the, the final shot is him coming out. He's finally accepted Wong as Sorcerer Supreme. Everything's good again in the multiverse, and he comes what going for a walk down his street in his jeans and t-shirt, and suddenly his head grips his head. Ah! Mm. The third eye pops out. Cut to black. The end. Sam classic Sam Raimi finish. You yeah. think you think everything's good. The evil's still there. And the evil was still there for three and a half minutes mm-hmm. until we got the post credit scene. Yeah. And there he is just walking down the street again. Yeah. And he meets Clear. I, I, like, I genuinely, I've never seen a crowd more angry to see an actress than yeah. they did in Charlie's Theron in my entire life. In our showing, there was a distinct, what? Yeah. Like, I, I obviously I went with Rachel and Rachel come out of there and going, what the fuck does she do in that movie? And I was like, yeah. I, I thought the same thing, but I heard like there was a, there was a, you know, when you get a gasp, like even, even when at the end of Venom, uh, let there be carnage yeah. when he went into Spider-Man's world, there yeah. was a, <gasps> yeah, this one was more of a, huh? yeah. I, I was there just was a distinct, like I said, there was a distinct, what? Well, this is, I will tell you what happened in real time, right? So one of the guys from my work went with me, right? And he went out to the toilet as soon as the movie ended. And I was like, don't go to the toilet. The, the end credit sequence, he goes, I know, but they're usually like really far into the, and I was like, no, the end one is usually after the actor's thing. And he was like, no, 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 I'll go. So he went to the toilet anyway. And literally as that sequence ended, he came in and sat down and he was like, oh, I didn't miss it. Did I? And I was like, uh, do you want me to tell you about it? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, Doctor Strange's third eye kind of pops out and Charlize Theron popped in and she had a knife and she cut the air and she said that, you know, let's, you, you've sorted something, you've destroyed something, some incursion. You're going to, you're going to have to come help me do this. You know, do you have the balls kind of to do it? And he was like, yeah, but yeah, well, and they both jumped into the hole together and he just looked at me and was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I, I didn't just make that up. Like that, that's, that's what it just was. Um, And don't even get, don't even talk about the second one. Don't even, I didn't even I didn't stick around. I left after Charlie's there on Paul, a I, Oh, Paul, I wanted to put do you want me to tell you what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Bruce Campbell's character punching himself in the face. And then he go, it stops, and he looks at the camera and goes, That's it. And then it stops. I say it before and I say it again. There is no need to stick around for the last credit one. It's always a joke. It's always it, a joke or a trailer. It, it's no it's infuriating, man, and the, the again an audible groan from a lot of the fan, a lot of people in the cinema. I'm going, what the fuck was that? Yeah, even Iron Man three, where they had 
the post credit scene and he was talking to Bruce Banner. People were giddy at that. Yeah. Because there's there's an Avenger yeah. in the film, in the post credit. Um Clear is apparently in the comics, Strange and Christine Palmer didn't have that much of a relationship. She was one of the night nurses. I'm I'm not too familiar. She was like a part of a group of nurses and other. But Strange, actually, spoiler alert for probably five films away, um, ends up marrying Clear. There's uh-huh. kind of a romantic sort of storyline going on there. Um, apparently, it's been rumoured that Charlie Theron was playing this character before this film came out, so people were expecting it. I hadn't heard that one. So Never heard relieved. it either. Yeah, so I was quite relieved not to have heard that one. Um, so long and short of it is, uh, Clear is some crossing dimensional sorceress, whatever, um, and she takes Strange so, uh, off into the dark dimension. So what I'm thinking here is, like I said, we, we now, I, I think there is some kind of plan here. There is some plot. Because of the WandaVision integration, because She-Hulk's probably going to be integrated, there you, them, these films are, are starting to merge together. Yeah. So Black Widow in Hawkeye, uh, sorry, Yelena, Florence Pugh in Hawkeye, uh, they're merging the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Ad Rody, but I think they're going to be in, you've, you've, yeah, there's going to be a lot going on. So I think they're starting to mix these together. So now if we think what happened in Loki, what would, and that came, if you remember where that came, that was just after Falcon and Winter Soldier won it. Mm-hmm. So we've had we've had Black Widow as a as a prequel to this set. So that that was to set up Florence Pugh. We've got um one division set up Scarlet Witch. We've got Falcon and Winter Soldier give you a taste of what's going on on the ground, what's mm. happening in Earth. These are still your post credit. Then Loki, I think, is your start of this of this one moving forward. Shang Chi's in there. Again, I think that was just to introduce a new character. Did great Eternals. <clears throat> And then, yeah. <laughs> but Loki, the actions and the, the, the reactions of what happened in Loki was them deciding to branch out the main timeline and cause splits and multiverses. So I think that's what made the multiverse real. But because time is infinite, then the multiverse instantly becomes an infinite thing rather than not everybody will have lived the same experience until yeah, yeah. the first I, of not, all. Not, not all, you know. Yeah, uh, not every uh, Spider-Man are, are 17, you know, yeah. 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 Um, so I think they'll have all branched out into their own timeline. And they also mentioned in Loki how there were inter-universe wars, yeah. incursions. Yeah. We've got, and then we've had, um, come on, help me out. We had Eternals, then we've had Doctor Strange. Was there another one since, since Eternals? I don't think there has been, Anta. No, I don't think no. I was. I think I was so, one. Yeah. Um, so anyway, right. So we've got Doctor Strange. So yeah, I know no. Venom, Venom, and Morbius have been in, in, oh, in Venom between. And yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, Spider Man, Spider Man, No Way. Home. So Spider Man, No Way Home. Um, that said, the multiverse is real, and they're all good. okay. So his spell opened up the multiverse. I think that was supposed to have come after this film, because I think this is the one where we were supposed to have realized there is a multiverse. Right. Okay. And then. And then Spider Man yeah. would have Doctor Strange would have opened up the multiverse yeah, by all that's where that's where you start getting your cameos coming in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I think in this one, this was supposed to be the first. And Clear's turned up and said, There's an interdimensional war going on. Do you want to come and help? Yeah. Yeah, but so, this is this is this means Doctor Strange isn't going to be seen now for ages. This is Doctor Strange away. Well, let's have a look what's coming up. We've got Fall of and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Well, no, in fact, there's before then we've got uh, Ms. Marvel. Uh, is going to be showing that is just going to introduce a new character who is going to be in the Marvel's film, Young Avengers, etc. Thor: Love and Thunder, I think, is going to start focusing on space. 
figuring out Thor's. I think it's just going to be a, a palate cleanser almost. It's going to, basically it's going to set up Guardians three. Um, the She-Hulk series again. You've got an introduction to a, ser- a, a new character. Um, you've got Bruce Banner is going to be available showing up in this. Um, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I if think it ever, all, if it ever get made. Well, apparently it's coming out November the eleventh. Um, so we've got them. We've got Wakanda, and that's going to be basically what happens with the Wakanda leadership, the aftermath. Um, Namor is going to be the bad guy. Of course, he's not going to be the bad guy. He's going to be another bad guy. Uh, Riri Williams, uh, the new Iron person, Iron Heart, is supposed to be coming in this. Uh, next February, we've got the the Marvels. So that is going to be Carol Danvers, um, um, Monica Rambo, Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, all these people coming in. Um, and then July next year, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which is supposed to have another appearance of Kang. So we've got, in the next year, I think we're going to fully understand which characters are going where, who everybody, you know, let everybody's story settle down. And then when Kang comes in in Ant-Man 3, I think he's going to be setting up. We're going to get a better understanding of what his plan is and where he's going from that. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's what I meant earlier on. Like this, this, these are all just feeder movies uh, that aren't going to really give you any explanation as to where it's going. They're just going to try and outlie the the multiverse and you know the fact that you're going to see you know people that you don't didn't think you were going to see. Do you know they've got Deadpool three slated to come out as well around 2024, 25, but it hasn't even been you know officially announced yet. I just think it would have been a perfect opportunity to have um, Doctor Strange drop out of a portal, roll in the street, sees Deadpool. Deadpool's like, what yeah. the fuck? And he drops through another deck. And then in Deadpool's film, have a scene where he's kicking someone's ass and then suddenly Strange does the exact same thing. So the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness cameo of Deadpool turns into a cameo of Doctor Strange in Deadpool's film. Yeah. And you officially learn that Deadpool is in another universe on his own. Let him swear, let him do whatever he wants, let him have all the cameos and break the fourth wall because that is another multiverse and keep it separate from this one. Um, but they didn't, so whatever. Um, so I think, yeah, I, the, that's what clears happening with. Um, so there's not a lot. I think Baramodo is going to get forgotten about. Yeah, I, well, I, I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten about him anyway. <laughs> um, if anything, I think this has kind of settled me down that Marvel not only are ready to try new things with storytelling, but they're ready to try new things with the formula as well. Because for a long time, Marvel movies were very much, here's the good guys, here's the bad guys, here's a quip, here's a bit of a trailer, here's some music, here's a red light, a blue light flying into the sky, and it's all finished. Yeah, and that was fu- the formula. Yeah, but it fucking works. But it worked. But like trying new stuff with Eternals and... Um, Chloe Zhao and going more sort of operatic, cosmic kind of storytelling. You've got a fucking kung fu film with Shang-Chi. You've got this, which is a horror film. They're trying new things with new genres. And, and I do respect them for that. I, I think Love and Thunder is going to be... I, no, I, no, I, and I, dis- I disagree with you because I, I don't respect them for it because they're just n- they're not doing it well. Just because, just because they're doing something, you know doesn't mean that we should give them credit for for changing the script if they were doing if they were doing something different and it was actually working then yeah 100 you know they're they're out there they're using it but they're just falling at the hurdle every single time as you say they're making a horror movie for 12 year olds what the fuck the fuck does that mean you know let's be brutally honest here like 70 80 percent of the people who go to watch a marvel movie are over 30 
Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has already done 450 million. It's so well, far. It will, because it's, it's a triple yeah, so A. Yeah, so it's working. So it's working. But it's not working. You know, it it's is. Not, well, it is already like this. Put it like this. Just one second. Doctor Strange in Multiverse of Madness has already made more than Thor. One. Okay. Shang-Chi, Eternals, Black Widow, Captain America First Avenger, Incredible Hulk. It's already made more than those films in its first. It's, it's working oh. because it's making money, yes, but it's not working because it doesn't make sense and it's not pleasing anybody. I agree. I agree on that respect. I, no, I respect them because they're trying something new and it is working because they're making money. But if the, the quality that they keep churning out is going to get affected by it, I would much prefer them to go back to the draw, you know, to... Yeah, but like you, you look, how many, how many terrible movies were there? Not Well, maybe terrible is a bad word. But how many bad movies as opposed to good movies were in the first sequence yeah okay F- 15 and 5 mm. you know how many how many disappointments have we had so far the only the only realistic two that i've enjoyed are shang chi and no way home yeah everything else and everything else including tv shows have been a disappointment yeah. um so that's that uh, Doctor Strange. And we hit everything. <laughs> have we, have we? No, I, but we didn't actually talk about anything we liked in this. I we did. did. Yeah, did. America I Chavez. Like the, I like the performances. I like America Chavez. I like the odd bits. I, I thought the Bruce Campbell cameo, while expected, was fun. Um, but pointless. I just thought it was somebody. Uh, the cinema score for this was, uh, it called? Cinema Blender, somebody. It was B. Plus which apparently is the second lowest audience score a Marvel film has got. And I'll fully agree with that. That was I, on, that's, yeah. This again, is on I, I, thought, I think that's generous. I, 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 I am thoroughly, thoroughly disappointed by Multiverse of Madness. Thoroughly. Well, we've got a lot more coming though. Love and Thunder should, uh, should. You'd think. <laughs> You'd think. You'd think, but uh, let's see what happens, shall we? Let's see. I think it's going to be a lot more fun. Yeah, I didn't have fun with Doctor Strange. Yeah. There was nothing joyless. Yeah. It was joyless. Um, so what's happening on our Instagram, Carl? Piles of things. Yep. Um, follow us on Twitter at Pod Movie Chef. Well, we actually um, we actually interact with people on Twitter, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go on Twitter at Pod Movie Chef. Um, what else? No, I think that's it. In it, Facebook. Bits of stuff on there. Go and yeah, like give us a rating. Give us a rating if on Spotify people, or Apple. People, give us a rate. Thank you. Give us a review on Apple. Give us a rating on Spotify. Five stars. Give us a click. Tell people how much you like us. I would. We would appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I've enjoyed our birthday celebration. Yeah. Number two. I didn't enjoy the movie, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I still wish we'd have got Sandra Bernhard for a Hudson Hawk reeling. I know. That would have been so much better. So next week is, or next, yeah, next week, hopefully, is movies, a movie menu of films set on seagoing vessels. Jesus Christ, it's a scrape in the bottom of the barrel, isn't it? <laughs> oh, not yet. We've got worse to go. We've, we've, um, and then after that is episode 100 of the Movie Chef podcast, 100 episodes. Amazing Mental. work. Amazing Mental. work. Um, so we will have our Star Wars episode mm-hmm. for y'all. Um, Disney, Disney Star Wars, want it? No, let's not call it that. The Disney Star Wars years, the Disney era of uh, of Star Wars. We're going to rip it the fuck. So are we doing for- Force, 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 Jedi? Force, Rogue, Solo, Jedi, 
Rise. Rise. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is, right, if they've given this Sith Wayfinder Let's with not... a little fucking thing on it, and she goes on the planet, Leave and it. she holds it up Leave where the it. Death Star crashed 30 years ago. Leave so it. did somebody only make, or did the Death Star, did the Dark Side Wayfinder know the Death Star was going to crash in that exact position? You will find out my answer to that question in three weeks. Um, thanks very much, everybody. We're going to go eat metaphorical cake. Metaphorical cake? Well, I'm, I ain't got a birthday cake in. Oh, I, I still didn't get that reference. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's birthday. It's, you know, trying to get a theme across the episode. Well, then... you didn't have special effects, so that's on Fuck. you. Fuck. What is going to be on our semen menu? Semen? See menu. Semen semen new. Sorry. <laughs> Dick on the brain. Oh, the episode's totally gonna to be called Semen New now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, see, come come next week to see what your semen new looks like. Lots uh, of semen. Lots of semen. Come take a load off. Goodbye, everybody. Bye everybody. Okay.